You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ Ryan is 11. Oh, surprise Jeff with that. Hope you're all safe and well. Uh, new channel, please consider subscribing and hit the bell icon. Uh, we'll keep you going in between this off-season so you still keep your West Ham fix. We've got lots of great guests, uh, including today's guest. You know who it is, you can see him already. Founding fathers, one of the founding fathers of the Cotley Rejects, Jeff Turner. How you doing Jeff? How's things with you, man? I'm all right, Vince Rush. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Everything's all right while the sun's shining. Oh, it is. Like we are when we get to November or something, then I'm not so sure I'll be so all right. <laughs> but when you've got good weather, you get in the garden, you do what you want, it, it, it ain't too bad. It makes a difference, isn't it? I mean, even throughout the whole lockdown period, the weather weren't too bad, and I think it made things a bit easier. You know, if it's raining and stuff, you can't get yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if you look at it the other way, if this had come about maybe in November Ooh. or something, lockdown and stuff through December, January and all that, it would have been a, a, an absolute nightmare. Mm. I mean, people have had to, ch- you know, get into their garden or go over the park, a lot of people like going to the beach and all that. The main worry is, is if it gets to November and they keep hitting you about the second wave and all that and it comes when you yeah. go into lockdown then. So I'd just like to take one. You know, I mean, one day at a time, one step at a time. It's five yeah. Celsius out there today, so happy days. We've been going up the road. Doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't matter. When the sun's shining, everyone happens. Sun's shining, West Ham are in the Premier League for next season. What we've got to worry about? You know, there's nothing to worry about now, you know. Full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> Sure about it. Uh, we'll see. I've, I mean, I've got complete blind optimism at the moment, as I do every season uh, in the off season. And then after about three or four games in, they'll bring me back to normal, back to reality. We'll lose five nil to West Brom, and we'll probably draw against yeah. Burnley, and then I'm back to square one again. And yeah, I, I, I mean, I have got concerns. I, I mean, I, I'm concerned. Look, it's the West Ham way, and to me, it's a cycle. And not yeah. to say you can't be too critical of the ball, but we're all free thinkers. Now, I'm yeah. seeing this thing about the season tickets that yeah. they've got. That you have to pay for a season ticket, and then you have to go into some kind of lottery 
if there's a reduced capacity. Yeah. Right? See, if you, that's nuts. I mean, I spoke to your mother club in the championship supporters and uh, one of my mates, Millwall, mate, and he, he said to me, he piped with season ticket. They said, we're not doing anything, no money, until we know what's happening. Now, I can see this with West Ham. I can see this happening and people refusing, saying, we're not going to give you money for a season ticket until we know what's happening. And mm. then... The owners will come out and say, oh, down to the COVID, down to this and that, and we can't get our revenue from Mexico. Everybody's got to go. And you'll see Declan Rice go, then you'll see somebody else go, and you'll see somebody mm. else go. And next season, under these owners, it'll be your annual struggle to survive. By they're taking your money, all they're interested in is keeping you in that division. Yeah. Just, to me, I think, is that what it's going to be? So another relegation fight next year. And I, mm. I just think... We'll say we're West Ham, but with the support base we've got, right, a 58,000 capacity stadium, and we get 50, 54,000 West Ham supporters through there, mm. listen, it's not too much chance to compete in the top half of the table. No, you're right. In Champions League. Yeah. That's where we should be. And if Leicester oh, and teams like that, Sheffield United, mm. why can't we be there? No, you're right. And I think, I think you know, we, I think, you know, when, when it came to, you know, yeah, someone like the, the Pellegrini experiment was an experiment, and it didn't work, and it didn't work. Um, we we jumped before we walked a little bit, and and you, and we've and, and to be honest, we, everyone's been saying this for a while. We know we need to build an infrastructure, and to be honest, I think I honestly think that David Moyes is the man for it because he's done it before. At Everton, he built an infrastructure, uh, and it might not be he might not be the most glamorous manager out there, but what he's doing and. You look at the signings he's brought in already with Bowen, Suchek, yeah. hungry young players who we could get a profit off. And that's how we have to operate at West Ham at the moment, isn't it? You know, we're not going to be, as you said, Champions League and stuff like that at the moment. We need to build that that level up. And, you know, I mean, you know, Suchek. I've got no problem, no problem with dipping into the Championship. No, to totally. Like Bowen and yeah. Yeah. I've got no problem with that. I mean, I, I'm kind of hoping, in a way, sorry, Brentford supporters, but you don't go Me too. Yeah, me too. You know? I mean, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Well, West Ham could look at it. I mean, yeah. how much did we pay for Ella? I mean, what was he? What, yeah. 40 odd million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's a lot of money to pay for someone really untested. Yeah. But there are players around. I mean, Suchet cost nowhere near that. You no. know, the, 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 then you've got the questions of people like Anderson. People say he's a show pony, he's lazy. What do you do? And in this no. current... People go, oh, we need a clear-out, need a clear-out. But what in this current situation, what teams are going to say, well, I'll tell you what, we'll buy yeah. Antonio for... Uh, uh, I mean, um, Anderson, Anderson, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, uh, for so many, many, many million. He's sitting on a contract with West Ham, probably worth about 130 grand a week. Why does he, he want to go anywhere? You know? exactly yeah exactly and, and and you're right i mean you know the, the current the, the previous regime i call them different regimes their previous management regime you're not gonna you know they were buying players for now it seemed um and you won't get your money back on on anderson you won't um i think even before everything happens you won't get your money back on him but someone like suchek and i'm not saying we sell him tomorrow but if we did you double your money on him uh, and and Bowen, you would double your money, and, and that's your right. Going d- dipping into the championship, getting these young, hungry, mainly British, yeah, British players, um, or and, you know, because I mean, you know, so, but not necessarily going to the big leagues and picking these 
people because as you said they're untested someone like Suchek Sparta Prague we got him from and he has yeah. been brilliant and next season yeah, he's going to be and he's gone under the radar a little bit do you know yeah. what I mean no one's yeah. no one else has picked up on him and yeah. Um, no yeah and Bowen and as you said the Brentwood, Brentford boys there's the two of them there's Ollie Watkins and, and Barami I can't pronounce his yeah, 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 that's yeah. who I want because I just think they got yeah. and you're right Kind of play, I, I, I might be right about Moyes. He's got a big given his chance. And, uh, yeah. Back, isn't he? He, uh, uh, and now she's Tom. I hope he can keep Nolan. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, and I've got a lot of time for Nolan. You know what Me I mean? Too. I think he's a good man. Everyone speaks highly of him. And I just hope the main thing is really, he's keeping hold of Declan Rice. That is the Yeah. You know, yeah. that, that, that's fair enough. And I know everybody wants to play at the top level. And what anybody says, Man United are one of the biggest teams in the world. Yeah. Right, regardless. So I, I would get that. We've had it with Tevez. We've had it with Rio. You know, yeah. nobody better yeah. than That's fair enough. But not to go to that lot, especially when they rejected him as well. Oh, that'd be a killer. But right. it's also, you're right. I mean, and, and, you know, I've got two, there's two thoughts I think on Declan I have. One is, I've, Obviously, when when he's when he's on interviews and, and stuff like that, he don't look like a player who wants to bugger off. Do you no, know what no, I mean? No. And that's and that's and that's a massive thing. And and I think he's got he's got an incredible role model in Mark Noble there, who, and yeah, he could go to that lot or even a United. And if he went to that lot, you know, he'd get ruined in the same way they've ruined Barkley. I mean, Mason Mount never gets much of a get run out. Um, yeah, and yeah. they're and they're spending a lot of money on foreign players already, you know. So, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so, right, but right. I would love, I would love him to be different. I would love him to say, you know, if he if he stayed at West Ham, he'd be a massive fish in a small pond. You'd build a team around him. That's, that's, you would. That's what you, that's what you want to be looking to do. Yeah, exactly. Your new captain, yeah, uh, 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 and that's it. Bung in the extra money. If he, if he want, in this current climate, if he wants 200, 250 grand a week, then give it to him. Like, you know what I mean? If that's what he's going to do, it's yeah. an investment that'll be worth it. Yeah, you know it's going to be worth it. These like who come over it, you know what I mean? Not the players that they sign, yeah. and they bung them these great uh, uh, big money, and then, uh, uh, as you say, there's no sell-on point, uh, uh, there's nothing for it. No. So if... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I've just got a feeling through what's happening through this season ticket thing. With no fans coming in there, the old pleading poverty will start, and there'll be yeah. a, there'll be a clear out. And, and, and I mean, I mean, and also, I mean, you know, in terms of how it will get treated during furlough, I mean, you know, unlike our friends in North London, um, yeah. we didn't furlough anyone. We kept all the no. staff going and stuff like that, and yeah. and 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 and. You know, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, our friends, our friends at Three Point Lane, they, I think they, they're doing a similar thing to what we do. Our option three is very similar to their option as well. I think we got thirty percent, they got twenty percent, and stuff like that. But look, we'll see what happens. And and yeah, you know, get fans back in the stadium. Everybody just wants to get back and get back. Yeah, and it's just a tip. Exactly, in a typical West Ham thing, we start hitting a bit of form and then the season stops. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, where's this come from? You know, they're 4 yeah. against Nor- Norwich. And it happens every year. Yeah, comfortable. And even if they'd lost that game, I wouldn't have, because they went out and had a go. Yes. 
and yeah. that, that's, that's what you'll see when you train, you know what I mean? Go yeah. out there and have a go. And I think yeah. it's good, it is positive, but, you know, it's the West Ham way, isn't it? As you say, it is. the start of the season, like, yeah. Could be Sheffield United away first game, we get buried 5-0. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, hey, Jeff. When you watch when you watch the football, are you a, a crowd noise off or a crowd noise on type person? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, 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 I said I wasn't going to watch it, like, but I watched it with my two boys, and yeah, I thought crowd off. I, I had to put it on in the end. Yeah, it's like watching a training game. It's weird, isn't it? Like yeah, crowd noise. It, it's something like yeah. Me personally, I don't like the. Way, I couldn't watch it in silence. No, you know, I know no, it's the weird. Crowd is crap, but it, it, it was bad enough just watching it like it was. I thought you got to add something. So, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Fake crowd. Yeah, I know what you mean. I was talking to some bloke actually uh, on a previous video, and he works for Sky, and he and they were he met the bloke who came up with this the crowd noise thing. And they use, and apparently they use Opta, so the Opta stats, and they do oh, some clever, some clever, I thought it was a bloke in a box pressing a button, you know, but it's not. Yeah. It's like all done through Opta. And so if, a, so if a team is like, got loads of possession and loads of, you know, pressing in, you know, the uh, last 10 minutes, the crowd noise naturally go higher and higher for the home team. Uh, it's, yeah. it's amazing when you think of it. I was like, it's, uh, you know, yeah, one thing struck me, you know what I mean? Watching West Ham behind closed doors and with that crowd noise on I think it was the most atmosphere that's ever been in <laughs> <laughs> they didn't turn on them did they they didn't turn on them yeah, silent as anything anyway you know? yeah yeah I like you mean they chanting and that's one thing that we ain't had since we I thought so I thought it was hard exactly I thought it was harsh when we played Norwich away that the artificial crowd turned on Norwich at half time they booed him off the pitch I was like oh that you knowing you're bad when a computer yeah. boos you off the pitch, you know what I mean? But, uh... yeah, it was funny. And, and for you, Jeff, how's, how's, um, obviously, you know, a performer, um, you know, obviously no gigs, nothing. How have you coped with everything at the moment? Well, it, it, it's been frustrating. More yeah. Than anything. I mean, obviously, uh, uh, you know, uh, you, you coach, I mean, Financially, I got through I had a good year last year, rejects mm. your anniversary and stuff like that. So uh, that that's been okay. I mean, there's a lot of people out there really, really bad off. The frustration yeah. is not being able because really the music comes not anything else. It, it's my business. It, it, it's a business. Yeah. It's your business, yeah. but it, it's a business. And um, obviously, it's been it. And um, but uh, I've got a couple, you know we're lucky in other ways. You know you get PRS money through. We can merchandise you can still sell and mm. the stuff like that but um obviously the frustration is not plain but um yeah we're in the process now of uh setting out um a, a live like stream like, yeah a, a live gig filming yeah gig, like, the first two albums back to back oh, and wow. open a lot of virtual stream where uh, yeah, yeah. Show one night in london and europe the next night in uh, the east coast and west coast in america then the next night, I think he goes out to Japan and places like that. It's a pay-per-view. It's not a big charge, but, you know, people get to see the band, like, a, a live performance, basically, Brilliant. from a, a venue. It's the yeah. only way that you can get out and play. Yeah. Because everything's been more or less scrapped this year, Russ. I've still yeah. uh, got a date, Saturday, December the 12th, at the uh, O2 Academy, Islington, which 
dates seem to think he's going to be on, and everything check the tickets are going to go and sell now. But me personally, I'm mm. not so sure. I, yeah. I, I can't see it this year. And I've got gigs booked for, you know, from February on in Europe and stuff like that. The promoters there assure me that, but I don't think anybody can assure anybody of anything. No, right no, time. So no. just got to suck it all soon, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm exactly. I'm a fantastic cook and she keeps the place. Like, <laughs> like, and I eat it. Uh, I know, I know. It's funny, yeah, because I mean, you're right. I mean, I know that they're doing some did some stuff recently. They're doing some indoor stuff with, um, I think it's even like the snooker and stuff like that. I was listening to the other day, um, and the I think it was the rug, well, the somewhere in Ireland. They're doing a did a sport event which had 500 fans in, and um, yeah. yeah, I don't think no one knows what's going on. Is it? That's the thing. It's no, like. No, I don't I mean, they're kind of the kids, just know I mean, they are live. I'm even more safe for you, yeah. yeah. If you was going to a nice, as I said, if you're going to a nice classical concert or a, or a theatre, yeah, that's okay. But you lot, you lot, your mosh pit, what's going on with that? Yeah. You can't social distance in the mosh pit. It's simple. That, that, that can't be done. Especially, like, you know, it's like it's all about energy, you know what I mean? I, I can't yeah. imagine that playing a gig and. What were you at to do then? What were the band at the wear masks? God, I don't know. Nobody knows. Okay, not only that, if you're playing like venues up and down London, if you're on like the 300 capacity, 400 capacity uh, club scene playing gigs, and then yeah. they have to have reduced capacity, well, A, it's going to kill the venues because, yeah. you know, they need to make money. The bands mm. will have to pay for a vastly reduced fee, and you don't know whether the bands are going to be able to do that. And yeah. a lot of the things, I speak to a lot of promoters, <clears throat> a lot of the, the live music venues, when they can't open, will be closed. They will not reopen. Mm. And that's quite a few clubs up and down the country because they still have to be paying rent and this and that. And of course. There's nobody to the door, and they don't know when they're going to be able to open their doors again. Yeah. So a lot of them, and I, I hate it, but I think... A lot of this, you know what I mean? People sitting indoors watching whoever it may be, whether it, it, it's, you know what I mean, uh, Coldplay or, or whoever, any band across the world, are gonna, yeah. it's going to be done there where you're sitting in your front room mm. and pay-per-view and you, you have to watch them because yeah. nothing, the music game seems to be one of these that is never mentioned. You know what I mean? It's you, yeah, you're right. Opening up this and opening up that. Well, well, I bet it did for you. There's no planning place, so... No. It is what it is, Russ. You know? No, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I've been interviewing some actors and and yeah, before, and it's the same thing, same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, the big West yeah. End production guys. And he's like, yeah. I don't know when. You know, um, Tom Aldridge. He plays. Um, he plays uh, Ron Weasley at the Harry Potter one at the big West End one. Oh, right. He was like, he was like, I don't know when I'm going back. Don't know when I'm going back we don't know nothing and it's like and the same as you you need that full capacity crowd to get the energy to put on a good show if you've got like anyone even more for you lot you know they got to stand two meters apart or whatever that's not going to work (laughs) i mean you know i mean in my lifetime of 40 41 years in this business i mean obviously there's been some tank towns where you know what i mean yeah play a venue where you could swing a jumbo jet round and wouldn't anybody but you, 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 them punters who are in there have just gone absolutely bonkers anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. Years ago. But now, you say it's a different thing, social distancing yeah. and kids or nuts, and oh no. You yeah, know, exactly. Work that out, uh, 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 you know, at the football, 
You're just saying it. You can have fifteen thousand people in the stadium. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I no. don't know how it works. They probably don't either. Like, no, I don't yeah. think anyone does. I don't yeah. think anyone does. I think there's, I think there's some someone in some office somewhere who's a very clever person who's doing something yeah. with, you know, because you got to think for you know, for, for, you know, for fans particularly at a game, they're going to be shouting. They've got to wear masks in because obviously they're shouting. They're projecting, you know, spit and stuff. Not and yeah. your lot. It's not just it's, you know, your gigs. It's not just the the it's the piss and yeah. stuff as well. You know. It's not just... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Christ knows. Um, but anyway, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens, and uh, what will be will be. And as you said, we can't do nothing about it. Now, obviously, Jeff. Yeah, and full disclosure, everyone. Twenty minutes in, we've had this conversation about three months ago. Me and Jeff did, and it all got yeah. corrupted. So we're doing it again. But it doesn't matter because time's moved on, and we're all a bit happier, and it's and it's more sunny and stuff. So we, yeah, I'm, I'm starting all over again. It was, and everything's a bit better now. So, so for so for everyone who's Anyone who's new to it, obviously, what we do, Jeff, is obviously we talk about West Ham and talk about why and stuff like that. Now, I know the story why, but we'll do it again. Why is West Ham your club? Because obviously the rejects are so synonymous as being West Ham's band. And obviously you're one of the founding fathers of the brand. Uh, but why West Ham, mate? Why why, why put yourself through it? I was born in Customers, yeah. uh, just over a mile from the ground. Um, my family... Obviously, and everywhere around it. You yeah. West Ham. My granddad, uh, John Geggers, he played in goal at West Ham. I think he made 31 appearances. Brilliant. And I think that was around 1912. Like, uh, and I've, I've, like, and he uh, made about 31 appearances. By all accounts, he wasn't a very good goalkeeper. <laughs> and, and I know he had an altercation with the crowd. This was long before Canton, I did it. I think he, uh, I think he upped someone in the crowd. Oh wow! Because we were four down, and he walked off the pitch, and I said, "You're never playing again." So yeah, <laughs> and uh, that was it. So it, it could only be the Amers. My older brother yeah. Steve, he, he, he's um uh, in the sixties. I mean, born in '53, he used to go, you know, get on the coach up the Newcastle and Laces when there was it used to used to get about sixty West Ham support, you know, in them days, go to the away game that far away and Sheffield United and that. So. He was all, it was always for me. My old man, I think 1971, I first went over there when I was seven. And we drew two all with Chelsea. And we was 2-0 up. And um, they'd signed Keith Weller from Millwall. Like, and they, he scored two for Chelsea and it was 2 all. But I was just, I went in the west side and it was infectious from the moment I went yeah. in. It was so rough and rowdy. And uh, the language and all that, you know, he might put a lot of kids on, but not from custom house. I said, my old man, I can't wait to get there again, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes you might read your eye on the South Bank with your yeah. supporters and what was going on than you did on the ground. Yeah. That was at seven. So, yeah, infectious, love it. Yeah, and as I said, it's, it's you're right, it's one of those things, it's, it is infectious and it just gets in your skin, doesn't it? After a while, and you're just like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it more than anything. It like, does. You know what I mean? They can ruin your day or your week, like clicking the fingers easy but yeah that that was why it always was stamped i mean of course with the band through the punk thing i mean i was young when i started the band i was 14. yeah and uh by 15 we started to get noticed and all that but a lot of the punk ethos was like sex pistols like anarchistic and all that you know very clever mm. that was, that was older than us and the cast was kind of political but uh, uh, me i see a way of punk rock with being on the terraces that's where i yeah. come from not some art school somewhere in wherever it was i, I, I thought it, it 
it grew naturally from like from being on the terraces, you know. Yeah, of course, of course. And, then, and as I said, you're right. And you guys obviously be representing West Ham all over the world, you know. And it's uh... exactly it, it's been brilliant. I, I will tell you, Russ and I, mate, we we played in places like San Salvador, Central America, one of the most dangerous places, like capital cities on earth, Mexico City, places like that. Uh, Buenos Aires, Rosario in Argentina, Sao Paulo uh, and places, and they all come decked out in West Ham shirts. And that's because what the rejects, uh, 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 you mm. know, uh, of that around the world were West Ham. And if you don't play, but you, know, you play bubbles when you're out in these places and they go absolutely mental. And the people like, you know, I mean, Brazilians with West Ham tattoos and all that, it's mm. mad. Like, you know, West Ham, West Ham. And honestly, they, I think you go around the world, right? We've had no success for 40 years. No. Nah. We are a massive club. Imagine what it would be if we had a bit of success as well. Yeah. Like, we'd be bigger than anybody. And yeah. it always thinks to me, it, 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 there was no foresight. If you go back to 66, which is, you know what I mean? I think, what yeah. was it, 54 years this, this week? Yeah, good maths, yeah, yeah. We put a bill. A great football dynasty at that time. Mm. In '64, we won the FA Cup. In '65, we was the second British t- English British team, I think, to win a European trophy after the Spuds. We won the European Cup Winners' Cup. Then West Ham won the World Cup in 1966. Then three years, we could have built on that. Yeah. And, uh, and absolutely, it'd been big as Liverpool or anybody. We was the club, but. There you go, you go back all them years, it was a uh, don't invest, we get 30 odd thousand over here every week, and uh, and nothing was done about it, you know, so no. it's, uh, you know, uh, Bobby Moore had to go capping in to get an extra five pound a week, we nearly lost him to Spuds as well, so, you know. It's the West Ham way. It's the West Ham way. Nothing's changed, does it? Nothing changes and it never will. Uh, and I know what you mean. We, I mean, we still, and you're right. It's like we do, and it, we get the ump. It gives us West Ham gives us the ump, but then it's something we like to have the ump about. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, if it's not, if it wasn't in our lives, we'd be like, oh, it'd be a huge gap in our in our lives. And uh, yeah, it does mean that on a Saturday. The great thing is going to a, going to a game beforehand, whatever, and I love it because you meet everybody in the pub. Yeah. Then you go over to that place, right? Which sometimes more more. Ninety times out of hundred, it ruins the day. Then you all yeah. come back in the pub and you have a good moan for a few hours. Like, exactly, brilliant. exactly. Like, it's fantastic. And sometimes you think, well, if you was winning every week, would it really be that much? You know what I mean? I you know, yeah. Nah, exactly. You're right, and you're right. It... They bought their way to where yeah. they got. You know? Oh, totally. And you're right, exactly. <laughs> You have that sort of like ninety nine out of a hundred, but that one, that one a hundred, that's what that's what we live for. That's you know that one side. Yeah. I mean, I've done about Champions League and this and that. I've just have to go to Wembley and win a cup again. Yeah, I think everyone's the same. In, uh, just six in nineteen eighty, and then coming back in nineteen eighty one for the League Cup final a year later. I mean, for a club like West Ham's two, uh, you know, that, that's we're a cup team. Yeah, uh, I'll be glad if we could punch our way, you know what I mean, our way up the Premier League and be safe, uh, uh, like you know, threaten the top half, the top seven or something, win an FA Cup or a League Cup. That don't mean, yeah, I, I'm yeah, happy with that. me too. Uh, and still be West Ham, don't lose your soul. 
but yeah, exactly. And then and then obviously beat Tottenham and then beat Chelsea. And that's it. Yeah, we're, we're, that's, yeah, our, yeah. that's our season done. Yeah, yeah, Chelsea, it's so true. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously you you know you, you guys have you know you're traveling all the world and and representing West Ham. And obviously you know we can't not talk about that game at bowling and obviously you guys closing out the stadium and that must have been yeah must have been incredible man bittersweet right i mean it was fantastic you know everything called it a career but to be asked to do that and go there the night before and uh the rehearsals because i don't think you really understand the logistics of a band Mm. playing and they first got in contact with us you know what i mean i said it ain't like you just set up. I said, there's got to be sound checks the night before. You've got to have, you know, you, you need the infrastructure in place to do it. But it yeah. was fantastic. And going to the ground and the night before, I think it was there about one o'clock in the morning. I mean, as it turned out, um, Man United, the game being switched to the Tuesday night was a godsend, really, because it would have originally been, the last game would have been against Swansea on the Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got pumped, didn't we? 4-0, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It just didn't seem like, but being on that night, against Man United. Yeah, under the lights. Yeah. uh, And then, obviously, that they had the, um, afterwards, you know, uh, Ben Shepherd, he was doing a presentation describing that, the London taxis and all that. Well, when when they smashed up Man United's coach, I mean, we, we was waiting in the ground and the word was coming round that they might not be able to have the presentation. Um, yeah, I know. The Air Council had a time limit on it. Yeah. So then it started chucking down rain and all that. and uh, But it was great. Uh, the nerves were pumping. And uh, I did feel sorry for the players that had to go through all that, um, the rain lashing down. They had to stand on the podium like it was soaked to the bone and had to turn around and watch us. What's that smoking? But for us, it, it was it was just a moment of moments, and then uh, we, we were the last to walk off the pitch. You know, yeah, we, you were. We walked off there, and uh, we got a great reception. I remember oh. I walked back to the uh, Lord Stanley afterwards and got on the turps for about three in the morning. <coughs> After, and it was a bit of it was a great, fantastic moment of my life. But also yeah. one of the saddest leaving that stadium. Yeah, yeah, of course you it know, was. Bittersweet. I really did. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was bittersweet, but it was uh, yeah. I mean, for you guys, it's like yeah. I mean, that's yeah. you can't get you can't get any bigger. Don't get that much better than that. No, not for a West Ham fan. Oh, was you uh, obviously the money? You want to redline Glastonbury, or you want to play the Amers out at their last game? Well, we play the Amers every time. You know, of course, like, it uh, that, that, that's it. You coach yeah. always starts at home, like yeah. where Exactly, it's so true. Um, yeah, I, that was. I remember that was just a complete. That last, that last sort of day was a complete cluster, wasn't it? I mean, it's like we had to move. We had to move the 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 fireworks. The beginning, so it started with fireworks. It's like. Yeah, exactly. No, Billy didn't turn up. Billy turned around and went home just because Bonzi Bonzo couldn't get in the because he didn't want to see his family. So. With an empty taxi. <laughs> it's just so brilliant. Uh, it's the West Ham way. It's the West Ham way. Yeah. If it went smoothly and everything was in time, it would look too overproduced, overproduced, yeah. and it wouldn't like West Ham spit and store dust. We'll just get yeah. stick it together, a bit of gaffer, that would do. It's fine, you know. It made it compulsory, didn't it? Yeah. 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 Yeah
Yes! <laughs> oh, and the fact that it absolutely pissed down was even better because it's just yeah. like you know these poor the poor kids the poor players you know they just be yeah whatever happened and the crew were filming it I just couldn't believe we had this little podium and Sky crew and someone come up and was saying they went you can't get on the grass when you're performing I thought on the grass you just had 22 geezers stampeding over it you're never going back yeah I'm not going to wash my shoes ever again yeah Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any, any, anything while we can get while we can. Um, yeah. Right. Anyway. 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 So let's do this Hammers 11. So, you know, so we've got to pick you 11 players, Jeff. Uh, the only rule is that you have to be alive to a scene and play. Now, obviously, you've got a nice spread of players. Yeah. You've got a nice spread of players. So we're going to go um, and and we'll just we'll just go through them uh, one at a time. Uh, let's start with goalkeeper Jeff. Who would be in goal for the Turner eleven? Well, what I said just before, so I, I, I'm, I'm not actually, you know, maybe the most skillful player or, or this and that. I think no. he's someone who had a bit of a length of time West Ham. Nice and, uh, for me, and um, who I see play like fairly regular. Yeah. So, I'll do it that way, you know. Yeah, um, perfect, man. Um, you know, we've had some superstar players, but they wasn't around long enough for me, like the qualified. Yeah. Yeah. Real watch so I'll go with Phil Parks in goal. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Parksy. Yeah, Great Good team. guy. Big record signing in March yep. 1979. Yes. What's them in second division? Broke the world record signing. I know. <laughs> I was watching a. I was watching a Callington Lens. Uh, everybody's second team on Amazon Prime it's on there so everyone can watch it again and uh, yeah like hearing that whole story again you forget that we're in the second division it's like you know Brentford going to buy the guy from Chelsea Kepper you know it's yeah, like it, yeah, no. yeah, I know yeah it's crazy, crazy. But absolutely yeah. absolutely mental but yeah no it's a great and that's that, that, legend yeah like, absolute legend yeah, we get. Yeah, I I interviewed. Um, we've done well. You know, you think like you know, and McKnight and a few others, but we, we've had a few. I mean, we've had Ludo in there before. But Rob Green was a terrific keeper for us mm. as well. But for me, it'd have to be Phil Parks. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, we interviewed Marie the other day, and she was great oh, yeah. fun. Phil Parks is seventy this year. Madness, isn't it? I know, isn't it? Every when I tell everyone, they go, "Oh my god, I feel so old now." But yeah. Phil Parks is seventy. Yeah, age is not a good thing. <laughs> nah, but what what a great what a great you know I mean you know and he's yeah. apparently Marie said he's growing the mullet back for his seventieth, so it's all coming it's all coming back up. Yeah, yeah, lucky man, I got to get mine done. I wish we could feel yeah, uh, and then the start it's all coming back for the seventieth. So I'm looking forward to seeing the pitch, Marie's pictures. Right, big Phil's in goal. Um, let's go for let's go left back. Who we have left back then, Phil? Then okay. then yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, just epitomised West Ham, didn't he? Just epitomised. Yeah, 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 but he, he, he was more than just a, 
an odd player. He was a yeah. skillful player as well, you know. He oh, definitely. And and to be back at the London Stadium with Slav next season, so uh, which would be good at West yeah. Brom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair on that, man. I'm glad, glad he, 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 you know, everybody's got to work and uh, he got a job. I'm pleased for him and, and Slaven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I never uh, anything with Slav. I just think no. it all got too much for him. You know what yeah. I mean? The move into the stadium and all that. It was very harsh on him. And he looked like a worn-out man at the end of it. Yes. He needed putting out of his misery. So I'm yeah. glad he's bounced back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good on him. Yeah, right. good. Good on him. Right. I... Yeah. He has. He's going to be a dad again in this summer as well. He's got his wife pregnant again. So, yeah. So, not only have he got a plan for the Premier League, he's got to then also... Oh, God. And we know him. It's the last thing I could think of, you know what I mean? Even doing all that stuff again. Right, okay, Julian's in. Let's go, let's go right back. Who should we have right back then, Jeff? Uh, it'd have to be Ray Stewart, mate. Yeah, Tonks. Ray Stewart, yeah. I mean, he had a, he had a good career. He played for West Ham a lot of years. Obviously, I think 90-odd goals from the spot. Uh, Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, good player. Right, very underrated. Yeah. Uh, again, like uh, for me, it was part of the most enjoyable uh, them years, I think, from 79 through to 86. Yeah. Uh, the most memorable West Ham years in a lot of ways. For me, at my age, you know what I mean? Playing good football and, uh, yeah. you know, getting up there. So, and he was, he was a big part of that, obviously. Yeah, uh, he was. no, definitely. Good old Tonks. Yeah, lovely guy. OK, we'll put Ray in. Uh, Centre-backs. So, you should have centre-backs then, Jeff. Well, obviously, people would say go for Bobby Moore. But when I first went there, in, there's no doubt he's West Ham's greatest ever player. I'll say that. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming there in 1971 and then through, I think, 74, when Moro left, didn't really get to see the best. He, no. You know, in the early 60s to 1970. So, although he's our greatest player, I, I, I can't put him in the United No, it's fair enough. Team. Yeah. That, that, that would be unfair. So, centre-backs, I'd have to go from hero Billy Bonds. Yeah. And, and captain. I mean, uh, uh, when he started, he was a full-back, wasn't he, first of all? Yeah. Bonds. He then he moved into midfield and fantastic, you know what I mean? And then low to move him at centre-half when he got the 30-31. Another master stroke. Billy, captain, great player, skillful, never got an England cap, which is nah. an absolute disgrace. And yeah. Bowed out, made his last first team appearance when he was over two years old. I don't make them like him anymore. No, so no. he's an absolute legend and another legend to go alongside him. I'd have to pick Alvin Martin. Big Alv, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 superb. Like, uh, another really underrated player. West Ham through and through for a Mickey Mouser, you know what I mean? To come down here and, and, and do what he did. It, 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 uh, all the time in the world, Alvin Martin. Yeah, Ship him and him and Bond's like absolutely fantastic. Like, yeah, brilliant. and obviously when Billy got his stand named after him, Alvin did the PA for it as well, which I think was yeah. nice. And yeah, he's yeah. a yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And through and through, good man. Oh yeah, good man. yeah, love him, love him, love him, love him. And uh, you're right, sort of like a, a adopted Cockney, you know, Alvin Martin. He's, yeah, he's yeah, just still lives around the area, and yeah, yeah, yeah he's that's a yeah, all right, big out. Uh, let, let's go midfield. Let's let's go uh, left midfield. Who should we have on the left midfield, man? Um, left the midfield. I'd have to put Alan Devonshire. Yeah, big Dev. Yeah, I, I think Devonshire are probably one of the best players I've ever seen. Uh, uh, on really? But I'll say that even 
Paul Weeks had a top ten, and he he put him in the top ten. Alan Devonshire, he said he's one of the best one-two players I played with. He said, "What he'd be worth in today's market?" Yeah, unbelievable. What was he? Five grand they bought him from for Southall. Southall, yeah. And uh, uh, Parks used to roll the ball out to Devonshire, and, and he'd be off. He'd be gone. Used to play in one-twos with Brooklyn and all that. Absolutely superb player. I mean, and uh, as I say, who knows? You see some of these players what they go for nowadays. He'd have yeah. to be worth. Million at least, oh, like, fantastic at least. Yeah, brilliant. And, and doing it on that on uh, bogs of pitches, you know, not even like the bowling greens of London Stadium, the pitches exactly. were crap, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, they're muddy, yeah, and all that, he yeah, people, you know. I mean, he, he was a uh, not tremendous pace or anything, it was just he was just so skillful and good to watch. Yeah. Every time he was on the ball, he'd make you like rush in your seat, you know, it, it, yeah, it was one of the absolute Brilliant. All right, Dev's in. Let, let's go the other side. Let's go right midfield. Then, Jeff, who's showing the right man? Right midfield's very left and right, but I think as a flank player, if he could have been two-footed, which he probably was, I'll go with Trevor Sinclair. Oh, yeah, tricky Trev. Yeah, Trev. I thought he was... Uh, 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 yeah, another one. He broke into the England team under us, and uh, I thought, if you look at uh, the late 90s, early 2000s, all that, we massively massively underachieved oh god yeah the players that we went through we never even got yeah. a champions league spot and when you had players like him and the list is on and on you know with, with rio and eric yeah. and jermaine Defoe and Isle berkovich oh we're in players mate we should have you could go on naming them you know we should have done a lot yeah. better than we did like but uh yeah always like watching trevor sinclair me play. too yeah, for me as a flank player, he would have got the other bar, definitely. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. I like that. Yeah, I love Trick. Yeah, Tricky Trev. Yeah, I loved him. Um, okay, let's go into central midfield then, Jeff. Who's going to be in centre midfield then? Well, I think the anchor man, central midfield, because he'd done so much for the club when he was there. I think Emma had a year, three years running. But that could be oh, Scotty yeah. Parker. Oh, yeah, Scotty Parker. He could be coming back as well. Hopefully, you know, Fulham get up. You know, that'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just a shame that he seemed to be... He was let down. Really, he was managing the team as well. Not having Yeah. Time. He yeah. was junior. Uh, he had, he'd done everything for the power. He was a standout player. And he'd give everything yeah. for them. And it was just a shame that he didn't have enough good players around him. You know no, I mean? you're right. He, yeah. he wants to win things. Uh, I'll see why he left when he did, but I was just disappointed. Of course, that he yeah, went that yeah. But uh, but it is what it is. He's a professional at the end of the day. But no, he would definitely be uh, me holding me, me terror in midfield would be Scott. Yeah, Parker. and I don't and I don't think and also I think what people forget about Scott Parker is the influence he had on Mark Noble. And Mark Noble is like my wish to West Ham. And and if it wasn't for Scott Parker, I don't think Martin O would be half the player. Not just not just how he plays, but how he conducts yeah. himself. Well, it's Mark very similar. Probably, yeah, Mark would probably, you know, he'd make you right on that. He'd admit that, you know, he'd say that yeah. as well. So, yeah, Scott Parker was a massive Really, he left the void open, really, for Mark to carry on in his shoes. And I think Mark's filled them fantastically well yeah. over the years, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so Scotty Parker, for me, sure. in the midfield. And, and who's going to be the other one? No one will have to need guess who will be his midfield partner. He's the one and only God. Like, yeah. It'd have to be Trevor Brookings. Yeah, like, of course. F oh, mate, what a player. 
spot an absolute fan. I love them kind of players like him. There's no, no pace, they just make it look easy. Players yeah, like yeah. In like, in a mould like, they play the game simple him, sit down. Kenny Dalgleish. Yeah. Like, even Terry Shedden, Eric Cantona. Players like that, they make the game look so easy. You know what mm. I mean? And him playing from midfield, fantastic play. And it proved it. I mean, he could have gone anywhere he wanted to. Yeah. And left that club, but he stayed. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and me, again, yeah. you're right. Yeah, it's Similar. You know, yeah. A, a, a big three, I think I was going to pay about 400 grand for him when we went down in 78. But he went, nah, I'm not staying. I'm staying here. So, mm. what more? A fantastic player and a gentleman. Right. And you're right. Well, I mean, the same thing about Phil Parks. Yeah, yeah. Being in the in this sense, the championship and paying him a record fee, being in the championship and being an England international, that never happens yeah. as well. You know, going yeah. down and staying in a team for yeah. a couple of seasons in the Champion League uh, yeah. Championship, and yeah, yeah, yeah. mental. It, it, a different time, and uh, I think yeah. a lot of the makeup of the people was different then. You know, I mean, yeah. they, they stayed at a place. You know, I don't know. I'm not having a pop much at the footballers now, mate, look, there's a load of money on offer. It's different, yeah, it's different. You know what I mean? If someone comes along and says, I'm going to give you 350 grand a week, it's the business, the player ain't going to turn around and go, well, actually, yeah. no, you're paying me too much. It, yeah. It's the way the business has gone. I think of course. Guy, yeah. guy for me, there's a lot to do with it, but that's another thing. But anyway, yeah. definitely sent and, and, and you're right, the, ga the game's changed now. You know, when I interviewed someone like Tony Gale, every year Tony Gale was there, was a testimonial year, yeah, and yeah. and you don't get that anymore. But like Mark Noble is the, is the last of a dying breed. I'd love it to yeah, be Declan yeah. Rice. I'd love Declan Rice to be the last of a dying breed. You know, and, and pay us. But we, who knows? Who knows? Tony Gale should have been a stand-up comic, mate. I've been many. Oh, he's brilliant. He's so funny. He's absolutely brilliant, mate. Absolutely fantastic. He had another career in the way. He's probably a better comedian than centre half. <laughs> he's so true i love it yeah lovely guy reg okay right let's go up front who are we going to have up front then jeff i'd have to, I'd have to go with paolo i know yeah. people say that the away games but he was box office as well yeah let, let, let's face it i mean he could do things that other people couldn't yeah like, uh, 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 yeah paolo for me he, 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 he's mate just he loves the club he was mad as a march here he's century but so skillful, he's box up. You want to play and you want to sit someone who could do nothing all day. Totally. Like that. Temperamental, yeah. like a crazy Italian, but we loved him. And for yeah. me, and that was out of all day long. Yeah, he, we loved him. He loved us, and he still does. And yeah. it's yeah. And again, another adopted Cockney, an even more random one because yeah, 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 you know yeah. Italians and uh, but yeah. he just got us right. Okay, and who's going to be the last piece of this Turner puzzle? Right. I mean, obviously, the same applies. We go back to Bobby Moore uh, as Jeff Hurst. Yeah, of course. Seventy-three, he'd gone to Stoke, but yeah. there's no doubt about it. I've seen, I've seen play a few times West Ham quite a lot, but, but when I was a kid, seven or nine years old, what he'd be worth now, I don't know. He, oh. He's absolutely West Ham's best ever. So he could have played in any era, but obviously, I've got to exclude him from this because it wouldn't be fair, like Bobby Moore. So I'm going to have to plump for Tony Cotty. Oh, we're going to have to put Tony Cotty instead. Yeah. What, you know? <laughs> Local lad. It meant everything to him. I'll tell you what, what a poacher. Fantastic, yeah. like, brilliant. And, and yet again, 
we'll by Stam after in 1986 we had that great season although there was no European football we mm. could have bought anyone to that club at that time in the 80s I'm built on that team and made it better what did we do we just it just went a, yeah. went a pop like it always did and in yeah. the end it, he, he had no option he was just playing up front on his own McAvenny had gone Everton come in with a bit of money and what did you yeah. do there was no ambition at West Ham no. yet again uh, and they kept the nucleus of that team. And for me, I, I mean, early 80s, mate, in the mid, uh, mid-80s, like when he came in in 1983, I think he was, non-stop, mm. like, goal-scoring machine. And he did well even when he came back. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he did. He through and through. Yeah, that would be Tony Cotty for me. Yeah, no, you're right. And, it, and, and you're so right. And he, he just brought so much... And he's still like a, you know, obviously a massive West Ham fan. And it's always nice yeah, when a West Ham, it's always yeah, nice yeah. when a play, a fan plays for the club. Do you know what I mean? So it's like. Fantastic. I know with Mark, with Mark knowing, knowing him, it, it, it really, really weighs everything to him. You know what I mean? And yeah. if that get beat, like he really takes it bad. I said, you must be depressed. I said, like, you know what I mean? For eight months and he get up. It must be really bad on you because we're getting beat all the time. But it's like, it really means a lot to him. Like, yeah. he absolutely loves it and you would do I remember uh, Alan Dickens was a, 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 like a mate of mine he went to the same school Alan was a good player for what's there yeah and I said what's it like when you run out there because it was all their dream at school he yeah. said I, I still have to pinch myself he said like, I can't oh. believe it you know what I mean he said it's fantastic I said do you ever keep your eye I said on uh, all the ad going on in the ground he said you, <laughs> he said, you can't escape it that was the old poultry quest there you know what I mean yeah yeah and, yeah and, uh, he said we met every time he ran out on that pitch, he was, he was like he was living the dream, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And, uh, so that's what it means to a load of the boy. And you see, Marty's done 500, 500 games for him. So I don't think that'll happen at many clubs again now, across, nope. the, across the globe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So it's, yeah, load of boys uh, and, and Tony Cotty would have to be in there. That's 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that completes it. Jeff, man, it's been an absolute pleasure. Being really nice, it, we've done it. We've done it twice, but we don't have to do it again. So, it's, <laughs> but it's felt like fresh. It's felt fresh. We'll do it again. Fucking, we are. I'll delete this one. We'll do it again in three months' time. No, I'm joking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thanks very much. All the best. Stay tuned, everyone. Take care, everyone. We'll see. I hope next season's a better season. Yeah, exactly. Thanks everyone for watching, and until next time, for me and Jeff, take care everyone, stay safe. Bye. See you later, bro. Bye bye. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.